This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. This is a download from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, log on to the BBC Asian Network website. Rajan Pablo. Hi guys, it's Mutz here filling in for Raj and Pablo. I'm here with our best bits from this weekend. On the free download this week, Salil Acharya gave us the lowdown on this week's big releases and gives us all the latest gossip from Bollywood. We speak to Vikramaditya Motwani, the director of one of Bollywood's latest hit films, Lutera. Before all that, if you've listened to Raj and Pablo's show on a Saturday or Sunday before, you'll be aware of a little game we like to play called... Sunzara. It's where we take a Bollywood soundtrack and mash up the songs and where you've got to guess the film they're from. Let's have a listen of this week's Sunzara. Think you've got it? Let's hear it one more time. If you think you have an idea of what it is, stay tuned and we'll reveal all at the end of this download. Now, Time to hear from the muscles in Mumbai, Salel Acharya. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mut. It's so good to have you on the show. It's been too far too long. Far, far, far too long. How are you? How is Mumbai, bro? Well, the thing is, it's it's really wet. It's nice and cool. But uh, from the last time you came here and I met you, things have changed tremendously. Nay. You can't walk in there much. But also, your waistline has changed tremendously, so I don't know whether you do a lot of walking. <laughs> Why are you going there, bro? Why are you going there? You know? Why are you, going? you know, I used to be a svelte 32-inch waist, you know, 44-inch chest, you know, 16-inch arms and all that kind of stuff. And now you're talking yeah, about well. my biryani belly on air. Uh, but anyway, Salil, let's talk about cinema. Let's talk about police giri. Um, tell us about the story. Well, see, the thing is, now, when you, when you have a film like Police Giri and you see the promos, there is no story. That's the point of these kind of films. So if you've seen Dabang, you've seen, if you've seen Singham, if you've seen Dabang 2, if you've seen any South Indian film with, with a cop, this is exactly that. Now, this film was re, it, it's actually a remake, uh, you know, it's of an unpronounceable Telugu film, uh, which had Asin in it. But the point is, when you look at the film, now, I'm going to ask you this. You've got Prachi Desai, who's 22 years old, mm. and you've got Sanjay Dutt, who's 54 years old. Do you think anybody would ever be able to catch them romancing each other and accept it? I don't know. This is another debate, which has been going on for quite a while, of the age of the heroes and, and the heroines, the leading ladies. No, I mean, but this actually looks... Okay, so uh, this is probably like an age, right? Yeah. But he actually looks 75 and she actually looks 16. Mayor. This was obviously a point in time when, um, you know, uh, Baba was going through some trouble as well. So, you know, you've got this, uh, you've got a Salman Khan doing a role like this, or Ajay Devgan, who built up a body for this role. They became fit for this role because yeah. they were cops. Right, so that's the reason why Singham did very well. Even Salman did all his action sequences himself. Now, credit to Baba. You know, the film opens with a lot of action sequences, and you see him doing his own action sequences. But he is looking really old. I mean, the bags under his eyes can be seen. And, and you know, it's just not working. And when Sanjay Dutt stomps the ground and you see five cars flying up, and I repeat, cars, not people, they're just a little too, uh, you know, ludicrous. Even in, uh, even you, in Bollywood. Yeah, it is, man. It's a little too much. Because Sanjay Dutt is not Vastav Sanjay Dutt anymore. He's become Munna by Sanjay Dutt. That's what people don't remember. And I know people were telling me that, oh, dude, didn't you see him in Agnipat? Yeah, but Agnipat also, his entire persona was like that. In this, it's not like that. He's not playing the villain in this. He didn't have a bald head in this. So when you see the film, you see Prakash Raj 
for the umpteenth time doing the same role and very well once again. So you saw him in Wanted, you saw him in Dabang, you saw him everywhere and he continues to do a very good job. And I know people keep saying, why do they keep repeating him? They repeat him because he does a good job and because he gets paid a lot of money for it. So why shouldn't he do it? So the whole premise of the film is a cop coming out here to clean up a little city. There's a corrupt politician, which is Prakash Raj, and so they fight with each other. And that's the whole story. The only thing that this film has slightly different, this cop believes that he can be a gunda and clean up the city as well. So that's why it's called Police Giri. Mm. But I have to say, if it, it uh, would appeal to the masses. It's got those dialogues in there. It's got a little bit of action in there. And if you like Sanjay Dutt, you might actually like it. So you can actually go in there, play a video game, speak to a couple of people, watch a little bit of the film, come back in, watch a little bit more of the film, go out, have some food and come back in, you won't miss anything. <laughs> a very good synopsis there. Um, how did the music fit into the story? I mean, in, into the story? What was the best track? Uh, there is no best track, actually. So the funny thing is, uh, there were 10 days or 15 days to go before Baba was being sentenced to jail. So I think he was trying to wrap up all his film shooting. So a lot of the film in between suddenly goes into chroma which is a green screen background. So you suddenly have Sanjay Dutt and Prachi Desai romancing each other, and the screen looks really weird because you know, you know it's been superimposed. So a lot of the film is actually shot in CG and with special effects because I don't think he was available. So I'm just glad that they managed to put it out there. And surprisingly, surprisingly, even though with all the great reports of Lutera, do you know Police Giri has made almost as much money as Lutera on the first day? Nayar? Four and a half crores. Yeah. Wow. It is unbelievable. Wow, that's incredible. That's incredible. So, I mean, in conclusion, who would like this film then? Well, just, you know, see, just just the few front-benching audience, as we call them, you know. I mean, I, I like to think that I'm a complete front-benching audience, and I didn't, I didn't mind the film. It's okay. It didn't do anything for me, but it's not something that I'd hate and come out. You, you walk out and you say that, all right, everyone's had a little bit here and there. You don't expect a good film. So you go in with zero expectations, you come out with two. I won't give it too many stars, because I don't think a film like this needs any stars. It's got its loyal fan base, and people like that will continue to watch it, as has been proved right with the single-screen theaters in India. So, stars out of five? One. Oh! Likin, I must tell you about Lotera. Yeah? You know, the thing is, I know you watched it last night as well, and I felt very bad that you had to leave a match midway, is it? You were ready to watch Andy Murray play, and you had to leave that midway. Yes, correct. I, I was watching the Andy Murray match yesterday, and I had uh, to leave because I had to go watch this Lotera film. Um, but... Uh, I was kind of disappointed I missed the end of the film, but I wasn't disappointed for watching this film. Lutero wasn't that bad, I think. What the thing is, you know, okay, so when I come come to think of it, you know, so the problem with Lutero, I think, was from Tuesday onwards, so many people, they started having so many screenings. Everyone was watching the film and giving it five stars and four stars and four and a half stars. And we all know what happens. When you build up a film too much and it really becomes big, you know, then suddenly what happens is everyone expects the film to be a masterpiece. Now, now that's not saying that the film isn't a masterpiece. What, what I'm saying is that the expectations get so much. Mm. And you have to understand that this is a very, very unforgiving uh, audience that India has. Uh, unforgiving if the film doesn't live up to the, to the mark. Now, when I go in there, I'm going to start off with all the great things that I liked. I liked the casting of this film. Once again, Vikramaditya Motwani, the director, who, by the way, is the casting director himself. You can ask him that as well. And when he, he made Uran, uh, I think the best thing about Uran was the casting. Rajat Barmecha, Ronit Roy, Ram Kapoor were brilliant. So when you came to Lutera, this was great casting by him as well. Now, I'm speaking to Sanakshi. Sanakshi had reservations, you know, about doing this film because people said she frankly couldn't do it. Now, when I walked away from Lutera, I said, wow, 
Sinakshi Sinha is fabulous in the movie, you know. I mean, it's just superbly controlled. I walked away saying, wow, Ranveer Singh is incredible in the movie because remember, this guy is only two films old. Wow. You only see Ladies vs. Ricky Bell and Band Baja Bharat and this is completely wow. nothing compared to that. I mean, I have to say, I thought Sonakshi and Ranveer were absolutely electric on screen. Given that it was filmed in a very passive, slow kind of, you know, uh, not direct kind of way. Um, you, you see, this, this, this to me wasn't like a, like a Bollywood film. It was more like a documentary and a labor of love yes. that Vikramaditya shot. And there were a lot of sequences where even when there's a painting, if those who've seen it, when they're sitting out there and having a chat, there's no background sound at mm. all. Mm. And, you know, they're whispering to each other. So this yeah. actually technique is not very commonly used in Indian cinema. Mm. But the problem is, when you have this kind of technique that is being used for the first time, B, when you have this kind of chemistry that is there, the, it should either not be following a film like Ranjana or Ashiki or Ye Jawani Hai Diwani. So I really feel that this film got set up like, you know, in a, in a corner, in, in like in a boxing match. So you had Ranjana where Dhanush had a fantastic premise. Mm. Now, not only did he perform really well, there was a reason for him to love his lover so much. And then for him to come back in, and uh, in, in Hindi, the word is price chit. You know, giving back to your sins. In this movie, the story was very similar. I know it's taken from a book, but the story is very similar, wherein Ranveer Singh comes back in because he feels bad about certain things and stays back in. Mm. But the motive in this film was not strong enough. They never established the love of the two of them too much. B, it looked more like infatuation. C, the story had a large number of loopholes. So although it is a beautiful painting, when you walked into the painting and you looked beyond the, the colors and the hues and the great camera work and all, there wasn't really much in there. And that's the problem that people have faced, that you sit through two hours, 30 minutes of a film like this, and you walk away saying, okay, that could have been done in 20 minutes. Yeah, very so true. I have friends of mine saying this was, a lo- what a lovely music video they've shot. This is what they told me. And so I actually tend to agree that, you know, and they, they all told me that, look, you belong in the industry, so you tend to talk about things in a larger way than they actually are. I said, I don't. I literally walked in there. I was spellbound at times, but I was completely lost at times. They didn't manage to hold me in there, which did not happen to me when I watched Ashiki, when I watched Yejavani and Divani, and when I watched Anjana. I was in there. So therein is the reason why this film hasn't been appreciated by the real audience and th- only by critics. I think also as well with this film, it's quite, quite, it's quite just to make it clear that you know, there's no big, there are no big tracks, there are no big dance sequences, it's nothing like that. It, it, it's very much a case of uh, Ranveer and Sonakshi on screen talking, and, you know, and it's, it, there is no... My, my you, know, da- you know, Mutz, if, if there was more in there that for them to do, this film is more, I think 40% of the film is silence, which yeah. just looks here and there, yeah. you know, yeah. which looks fine for, you know, couples who are very lovey-dovey and, yeah. and, and just want to do this. But what about the people who come in with two kids and with their grandmother and their mother and yeah. four people? Now, you have eight people walking out saying, oh my God, why do we have to see that? We could have seen this at home. Yeah. And that's what's happened to Ludia. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's a portrait. But it's not a film. I think there's too much missing in the film for me to say that this is a must so it would have become a masterpiece, but it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like, and I, and I wrote about this on Twitter yesterday. I said, you can like test cricket, you can like T20, you can like ODIs, but only the purists can actually sit through five days of test, test cricket match. Say, wow, what a draw. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So this one's a test match, man. Very well. My, my, dad said, my dad said at the end of the film, he said, he said that there was no... 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 There
the, the, the painting is beautiful. It looks great and everything. But that's not the director. That's the, 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 the cameraman. Yeah. So my question is, if I'm going in there, I don't need to know how good the cameraman is. I need to know how good the story is. And this story is just about a guy who, uh, well, a, a girl who falls in love with a guy. A guy thinks he makes a mistake, comes back and tries to rectify his mistake. And that's it. So this is the whole story. I've got to say, one thing I did like about the film, though, I did like about it, is that they did try to do it in a somewhat period fashion. So it wasn't like, you know, with, with most you know, Indian films nowadays, it's set in you know, current day. The, see, that's, that's the whole deal. You know, where, where, that's what I'm saying. He had the premise for uh, an all-time classic. He could have made an all-time classic yeah. with this. Because everything else worked well for him. And for that, his research was fantastic. Very good. But at the end of the day, if uh, there was a movie that had come out a long time back called Ek Love You. Now, if you've seen it, Vinod Chopra had spent a long time uh, researching Ek Love You, but there was no story. Everything else was perfect. And that was India's entry into the Oscars that year. And it never made, because everybody in India was quite flummoxed as to why it went, because they said, Baki sab kuch perfect, but where's the story? Mm. And that's exactly what has happened here in India. We're not understanding why everyone's gone so crazy about it. And I count myself not as a critic. I count myself as a viewer. I don't know why people have gone so crazy about it. Because it's nice, but it's okay. You know, it's, it's okay. Okay, Salel, finally, in conclusion, how many stars would you give this? Well, I would give it three stars because it, it deserves, uh, for cinematic brilliance, it deserves the, that uh, at least a visual treat. But uh, I would give it really not much as far as story is concerned and for gripping the audience. And for me, I know people say never count a film by just its box office numbers, but I will count half the film by its box office numbers and there it fails for me. So it's three out of five for me. I think I'll give it 3.25 just, <laughs> just because <laughs> of Sonakshi and Ranveer and the whole period thing. I think I'll give it a little bit more. But yeah, I very much agree with that. Lutero is the second film he has directed. His first was Udan in the year 2010, which received great critical reception and won seven Filmfare Awards and gave him the accolade of Best Director at the 2011 Star Screen Awards. He was a longtime assistant to Sanjalila Bansali for his films such as and Devdas. Not only is he a director, uh, but also a screenwriter and has written for films such as Dev Danadan Gol and Dev D. Rumors are speculating that Karan Johar has even shown interest in him and want to work with him as well. It is my pleasure and privilege to welcome to the program the director of the film that I saw last night, Lutera. It is Vikram Aditya Motwane. Vikramji, welcome to the BBC Asian Network. Thank you, Matuza. Happy to be here. Thank you very much. Welcome to the program. Now, I went to see the film yesterday and I really, really enjoyed it. Can you tell us a little bit about Lutero, the film, from your perception, what you think the film brings? I think, um, well, when we started it off, it was actually a bit of an experiment that me and my writer were trying to do of adapting a four-page um, short story by Mohenji into a feature film. So it was almost like a, a bit of an exercise. And uh, so we were, we were going for doing this kind of old-fashioned, um, wistful kind of love story, but also a little bit of thriller. It's also a little bit about friendship, about redemption. Um, and all those things, we, we were maybe really ambitious right in the beginning. Um, I don't really know if all of that is kind of like come on screen, but that was the that was what we went for, and uh, I hope it's all turned out. I mean, I have to say personally, I, I thought it came across really, really, really well. I didn't. The thing is, at the moment, a lot of the films that you tend to see are obviously very current, uh, like the uh, Yejavani Hedivani, very, very current films. It was really refreshing right. to see a, a period style film. Why did you choose that sort of era of nineteen fifty three? 
Uh, it was just two things. One was the fact that I wanted to set the film in a, in a slightly, you know, in a, in, a, in more time of innocence, in a time where, you know, if, if two people got together and they actually kind of fell apart, then there was a chance they'd never meet each other again. And I, I don't think that's possible in um, in today's day. And I also thought the 50s was a very interesting time. It's post-independent, so it's not really, you know, you can there's still cars and motorcycles and, and that kind of stuff. And also the setting of the film, setting it in a time where uh, post-independence, where, you know, the Zamindari system in Bengal is about to collapse and there is a, you know, a potential thief who enters this and, you know, uh, takes advantage of the people there. So I thought visually it would be very interesting to shoot. Might not be too difficult in terms of production to pull it together. Um, and just to see, you know, heroes wearing high-waisted pants coming in on old-fashioned motorcycles. I think that just image kind of took me there. I mean, you mentioned you mentioned the motorcycle and, and the car. I mean, I have to say they, they were really well chosen, by the way. And and the way that uh, Ranveer's character and Sonakshi's character meet was, was was very innocent and very sincere, actually. And I really like very true what you said at that time of the era. You captured this very well in the film. How there's a real innocence and the mise with the actors and the way that the sort of characters interact with each other. It was really really well captured, I must say. Um, speaking of Ranveer, I mean, he's still a fairly newcomer. How confident were you that? That he could pull off such a serious and at times really intense performance. I, I actually have full faith because I'd, I'd seen Band Baja Bharat. I thought there was he was so good in that film. And uh, when I when I saw the film, I'm like, okay, so here's a here's a newcomer from Delhi. And then I, I meet this guy, and it turns out he grew up 100 meters from where I grew up in Bombay. He's oh. a he's a Bandra boy, um, which completely shocked me. I'm like, if this guy, he, you know, is, is somebody who's, who can transform himself into, into a character, which he's absolutely not. Um, there's so much potential in this guy. And I, I really like that. And, you know, so I, I met him and we, we kind of, we shook hands and we met backstage at, at, at award functions and said we should do something together. And I just went to him with the script and I'm like, you know, I know it's, I know I'm, I know I'm going against type and I'm trying to cast you in a, not such a, you know, a, a, a jumpy kind of role. And uh, he bit, and you know, that's how it happened. But he's great. I mean, I have so much confidence in him. I think he can do some wonderful things. I mean, I've got to say that the, you know, the chemistry between the two is very, very good. I'm, I'm not sure. Obviously, I don't know what, what, what um, Ranveer is like in person, but the character he plays is very, very composed. I was more interested, I was actually interested in what Sonakshi's character is like, because in the film, she does play, obviously, a very well-behaved daughter and all the rest of it. Um, but she does come across as quite Laraki, uh, quite Mupat in, in, in the film. I mean, what, what, how does her real character and what she's like in real life relate in, 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 in the movie? I think she's yeah. I think she is probably closer to Paki than than Ranveer is to um, Varun. But um, she is uh, she's a total natural. I mean, she's a, she's a very talented actress. Hasn't really proved it, you know, all this while because of the film she's been doing. But very talented, very hardworking. Uh, the both of them. I mean, they were always on set, on time. They were gung ho about their roles. They would be you know totally into it when we were shooting. And uh, yeah, man, yeah. I think to answer your question, she is kind of similar in the sense that she is you know she's she's a she's a daughter of a, of a big Indian superstar. Um, so yeah, she has kind of grown up in that life. So maybe it came maybe it came very naturally to her. Right. Um, now obviously we know you're very busy, and I just want to sort of get last few questions in here. Um, there are rumors speculating. That uh, Karan Johar has, has, has expressed an interest in working with you. Um, if you work with him on a future project, I mean, can you give us any sort of inside news of a future project you guys may be doing together? Or any sort of uh, exclusive you can give the BBC? <laughs> Karan, has, Karan and me have been talking about doing something for a while. We were going to do something together in 2010, which you know didn't happen. Um, I think he's a great producer. I'm dying to work with him and we're trying to find something. But my company is already producing a film with him 
It's called Hasifa Fasi. It'll be out um, sometime next year. That's something that's already happening. We're already shooting that. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited about working with him. So, so you're working with him next on, on your next production. Is that, is that correct? Or Yeah, it's something I'm not directing. It's something somebody else is directing, but it's something that we're producing together. Karan, me, Anurag, Vikas Bell in our company. And are you de- you're not directing? Are you, are you directing with him or not? Not yet. I'd love to, but not yet. That's something that we haven't figured out yet. Well, I'm sure, Vikram, it will be a fantastic film. I very much enjoyed Lutera, and uh, I think you did a really, really, really good job of capturing the innocence and uh, that love story in, 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 in that era. So it was a very well done job. Thank you so much for joining us here at the BBC, and we wish you all the very best, sir. Thank you, Mr. Thank you so much. Thanks, Vikram. Thank you very much. You just heard from Bollywood director Vikram Aditya Motwani on his latest release, Lutera. And before that, heard Salil Acharya giving his thoughts on the release. Have you seen the film? If so, get in touch and let us know what you thought of it. Email in on Raj and Pablo at bbc.co.uk. Before we get the Bollywood gossip from Miss Malini, here's another chance for you to guess our Sunzara. Remember, you're trying to work out which mashed up Bollywood soundtrack this is taken from. We'll let you know the answer at the end of the download. Now, time to get all the latest gossip from the gorgeous Miss Malini. I started off by asking her about rumours of Anushka Sharma and Shushant Singh. All these rumours about Shushant Singh, Rajput and Anushka Sharma getting quite cosy on the sets of PK, even implying that they may be going beyond friendship. And the word has it that this was actually just a story spread by the agency to promote the film. And there's one person who's super upset about this, obviously, Sushant's longtime partner and some people also allegedly believe secret wife, uh, Ankita, who's not very happy to hear any of these rumors at all. Oh, my goodness. And, um, and with staying with the moment, uh, with the lady of the moment, Anushka, she seems to be a little unhappy with Ranveer Singh. Is that right? So here's what I heard. You know, everyone's, you know, talked about her and Ranveer dating and then being friends and all of that. So apparently Ranveer, while promoting Lutera on Comedy Night with Kapil, the host, cracked a joke comparing Anushka with Sinakshi and referring to Anushka being, you know, sort of skinny as opposed to Sinakshi, who's a little healthier. Uh, and she's, you know, portrayed more as fuller and healthier. And apparently Anushka got very upset when she heard the joke. And she let Ranveer know as well. But I spoke to Anushka's publicist, and she says, you know, there's no truth in this because she was out of the country and is not even aware of the incident. But we're just saying, knowing Anushka, it's possible that would have upset her. But if she hadn't heard about it, then she hadn't heard about it. Really? Well, you know, who knows? Maybe Anushka's tucking into a few more parate this evening just to sort of make herself feel a bit better. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, we saw Ranveer in this week's big release, Lutera, uh, and another heroine seems a little miffed with him too because of his bad behaviour recently. And not just any heroine, his girlfriend, and that's Bipika Padukone. Can you just imagine? So it's really funny. So he was at Arjun Kapoor's birthday, and it was actually really interesting to see that him and Ranbir Kapoor were getting along famously. They're all joking with each other. They're all wearing, like, these totally unbuttoned V-neck shirts and dancing to, you know, Chokra Devan and all of that. But, you know, if you look at the PR pictures, he looks absolutely crazy fun. Fun crazy, but still a little crazy. But I think that because requested him that like, you need to sort of, you know, maintain a little air of dignity. <laughs> and he's sort of having fun with it. He's like, this is who I am. But I have to say, his performance in Lutera has been, you know, is so amazing. Everyone's super impressed. We gave it a four-star review. So I think that's going to help his, help his image, definitely. I guess I saw Lutera as well yesterday. I was quite impressed with the film. I thought it was really, really good. Um, right? Beautiful. How, how, how's it gone down, in, in your opinion, with, with, the, with, the, with the film goers out there? I think everyone...
everyone loved it. I think it was an unlikely jury to say, you know, put Tanakhshi and Ranveer together. People would probably not have thought of them as a couple. But they did a really beautiful job and all the sort of poignant pauses. It's one of those quintessential romances that every Daisy loves so very much. All right, cool. Well, Malini, stay there. We're going to get some more Bollywood gossip with you after our next track. This is something special. Into the good stuff. We all know Priyanka Chopra is doing a film based around the Olympic Indian boxer Mary Com. But we now hear that Mary Com is actually going to be in the film. Is that right? What's that all about? Interesting. So apparently, you know, like it's a biopic, and at the end of the film, they wanted a message from Mary Kom herself, uh, just, you know, saying something to the audience. But I heard a rumor that Priyanka Chopra is not very keen on that because it might take away from her performance because suddenly, you know, you've pictured Priyanka Chopra and she's gone through this, all this effort to make herself look like Mary Kom and suddenly you see the real Mary Kom. She might prefer that they do it the way uh, Farhan Akhtar has done in Bhag Milka Bhag, where he's brought um, the original Milka thing along for all the promotional stuff, but is not part of the film. Wow, so she's actually got into into in, 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 like sort of got buffed up and leaned up and all the rest of it to look like like a boxer. She has, and it's actually done like the whole makeup as well to be as true to the the look as well. And it's, it's it's quite interesting. I'm very intrigued to see her performance. Well, you and me both, you and me both. That'd be good to see. Um, <laughs> okay, now if we didn't talk about Salman Khan, to be fair, it wouldn't be a week in Bollywood. Now it seems uh, he's now supporting newbie Pratik Babar. How how is that all working out? quite funny, right? You wouldn't expect it. I mean, obviously, you know, every producer, director, actor would love to approach Salman Khan and get him to send a tweet or talk about their upcoming films. And sometimes he agrees to do it if he's close to them. But at the end of the day, he only promotes what he feels like, because after all, he's Salman Khan. Mm-hmm. So but most recently, he's been promoting Issa, this upcoming critique star, since he liked the promo that he saw. And he even, um, you know, even though him and Pratik haven't really spent that much time together, he's always been quite fond of the young actor. It has always spoken well about him. And, and I think it comes from a very genuine place. Wow, so, so he's actually promoting help promote Pratik Babar. Absolutely, and, and you know Pratik is like super lucky for that because most people would be begging and you know would you know kill for that sort of promotion. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty big endorsement as far as they go. And and and, and what's all this Absolutely. about um, Salman's new addiction? I've heard it's quite funny. What, what's, what's what's his new addiction now? It's actually so cute when you think about it. Salman Khan is now. Drum roll, addicted to green tea. So apparently he used to be a coffee guy and would carry around his coffee <laughs> ma- mug and his man Friday would hold it for him between shots. And now apparently he's done all this reading and he's all about herbal green tea and he drinks three to four cups a day and he's insisted his entire team do the same. It's actually wow. really sweet. See, that's, that's what it's all about. If you're going to adopt something as an addiction, make everyone do it, you know? <laughs> yes, it's you know? a good one. Exactly. So everyone's going he's, he's on the green tea thing. That's pretty good to hear. Um, helps with the fat loss. Um, and speaking of fat loss, well, juice anyway, I saw Yeh Jivani, Hey Divani, right? And I saw Ranbir and um, Deepika on screen. And I personally was thinking, yeah. you know what? All right, they're no longer. But there's quite a bit of chemistry there. What, what you, you, I've heard, there is some juice, I've heard. There is, is some hot gossip going around town, Malini. What, what is this? 
is, so like you said, when you see the movie, you're like, wow, this is either some seriously brilliant acting or their chemistry is back on and how. Now, everyone's known that Deepika has always, you know, sort of held that torch for him. And I think Ranbir's the one who's a little bit of a player. And, and so she really rightly had to let him go. But I think it's getting more interesting because they've been, you know, going horse claiming that everything is settled and they're just, you know, really good friends, as everyone says in Bollywood. But now we hear that the two of them have been engaging in a little PDA and that too in public. No. This came out, you know, of a big leading daily in Mumbai and they were partying at Roddy Skruala's party and for the success of Yejivani Hadivani. And Ranbir apparently grabbed Deepika, kissed her in full view of everyone, very Bollywood style. Oh, no, 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 no. I was to say that Katrina did, did has he... been super upset. Did he kiss her on the lips or like on the cheek? Or was like, no, I love you, my buddy. It was pretty steamy. It was one of those, you know, very Bollywood, grab the girl, full passion, and then linger, lean in. You know, I mean, and they, there was no like pan to the flowers. Everyone could see them. So, I mean, obviously something is going on. And, and you know, there must be some reason why they're no longer hiding it. And, and obviously Katrina would be super upset, even though they've never been really public about their relationship. But let's see where this goes. This could be just a Giovanni had Giovanni part two in the making. So, well, I don't think it finishes there, Manani, because obviously, what about Ranveer? I mean, this is a real uh, love triangle in all aspects. I can, I can sort of, we can think of because isn't. But do you think so? I mean, I always find like Ranveer is a real sweetheart. He's such a fun, happy-go-lucky guy. I feel like Deepika is a little more too intense. Like she would eat him up. It's like <laughs> not in the nicest way possible. Like, he would not be able to handle that relationship. Poor guy. Like he's just this cute, goofy guy. He'd be like, "What happened?" So, I think it's probably. For the best. <laughs> <laughs> you completely changed my perception. She sounds like a ripe, you know. But it is a ball. It's just, you know, it's like Tarso Charlie's hope, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's almost it from this week's free download. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. Earlier on, we played you this. <laughs> The soundtrack that we mashed up was, of course, Guru. How easy was that? Well done if you got it right. That's it from me for now. But Raj and Pablo will be back next week with another jam-packed free download. And, of course, make sure you tune into the show every weekend from 10 a.m. live on the BBC Asian Network. Don't forget you can email in at rajandpablo at bbc.co.uk if you'd like to say hello. If you missed out on anything, don't worry. You can head back to the BBC Asian Network website and listen back to all of the interviews and mixes that we've put up there just for you. See you later. Thank you for downloading from BBC Asian Network. For more downloads, including Tommy Sandu's Best Bits, the official Asian download chart and Asian Network reports, log on to the BBC Asian Network website.